It's Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. It's January 22nd, 2024. And this is a really special... (laughs) Do I say this every time? I don't know. This one, it's singing to me. Uh, We're calling it the Don Cherry Tapes. It's actual cassette recordings of programs that I made in the 80s with Don Cherry as the guest or guest DJ. Uh, And my guest for this... Could not be better. Stephen Bernstein, who knew Don Cherry, and he is still, uh, I can't remember the exact word. I didn't say avatar. What did I say? That, that Don's still an inspiration for Bernstein and for a lot of us, a generation of us who were shown another world, another universe of possibilities, and we're still pursuing that in different ways. It's part of what this whole Deep Focus show is all about. And um, check out Bernstein, Stephen Bernstein, all the bands he leads, Sex Mob, all the other stuff that he does. Go hear him when he comes to your town. Get some of his music that's not just swinging and grooving and rocking and a delight to listen to. Great to play at parties. All kinds of good stuff. It's a spirit of celebration comes through Bernstein, among other things. Stephen Bernstein. I call him Bernstein. We've known each other for uh, some decades. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, anyway, more to the point. You're going to hear Don Cherry introduce this one. uh, And it's say it's a traveling companion. Just about every time Don was on the radio with me, he, there was some overarching theme or a series that this was part of, some expression. And Don Cherry was very, very aware of what he was doing, what he was crafting, what he was bringing into the world, how it would help someone to experience what he was experiencing, playing music, listening to music, moving through the world. And uh, this was one of those. Sometimes he would articulate to me what it was about, and sometimes he would just say it. And here you hear him say it. It's part of the Traveling Companion series. So that's in the introduction there. And other than that, I'm going to leave it to you and Don to enjoy. So it's part three of um, three parts, and we're going to do another episode of this at some point too. So look out for that. Okay. One more thing that I need to tell you about. So what you're going to hear, this is all programmed by Don Cherry back in the 80s. And this first piece that you're going to hear in this part of the show, there is a word that's used that is not a word that I use. It's a word that um, is not socially accepted the way that it was at that time. And I don't want to edit out what Don Cherry is presenting here. If you can put yourself in the time context of when this was played. But if this is a word that might offend you, then skip ahead, say, six minutes into the program and you'll be past it. Okay, I hope that's understandable for you. And uh, if you have any concerns about it, then maybe just skip this episode. But for everybody else, please enjoy. You're listening to WKCR-FM, New York. This is Don Cherry on uh, it's the program they have here where the musicians can be able to play music that's been an inspiration and that things that they really enjoy and that uh, they feel they want to turn the people on with what's happening now, things fresh, something old, something new. It's more or less like sweet dreams. You know, this tape here is part one of the Traveling Companion. Look at them flames lighting up the sky. Ain't never seen fire shooting up so high. Look at them flames lighting up the sky. Look at them flames lighting up the sky. I ain't never seen fire shooting up so high. Are you listening, people, to what I'm saying? Because it sure looks to me like... Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Ever since they passed them civil rights, those fires have been lighting up the nights. And they say they ain't gonna stop till we all have equal rights. 
Looks to me like them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing, yo. Them niggas ain't playing. Looks like they developed a new black pride. It even showing the way they now stride. You better look around, y'all. Can't you see what I'm saying? Show looks to me like them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. They show ain't. They show ain't playing. I think they're trying to get something started. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about Snick uh -huh. and us and the Black Panther Party. Yeah. Is anyone listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Because it sure looks to me like them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. 18 billion so far as the claim of damage done by looting and flame. Yet look around, ain't nothing changed. Nothing's damn changed. Thing. I sure hope somebody is listening to what I'm saying. Cause it sure looks to me like them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas show sure ain't playing. The bigots and the birches, they just can't see. This now black generation is gonna be free. Just you try and stop them and for sure you see what I'm saying. Show sure looks to me like them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. Now where the black man is going is anybody's guess. With his natural hair and his afro dress. But you can believe one thing and forget the rest. We know for sure. Them niggas ain't playing. And we ain't either.
That's what happens with these cassettes, you know. They come to an end, and they they don't fade out. You can kind of look at them and sort of tell, you know, if you're actually if you're a cassette person, and those of us of a certain generation are, you can kind of tell pretty well when they're coming through. You got to be a real cassette person. You got to be really. You got to be up on your yeah, cassette you gotta be chops. You got to be cassette. We are playing cassettes that I recorded back in the mid '80s with. Don Cherry as guest DJ here in the studios of WKCR 37 years ago and change. This was June 18th, 1986. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. This is a, a little twist on the deep focus format here in the studio with Stephen Bernstein, who's aside from playing some of the same instruments that Don Cherry played, also... Uh, uh, can I say devotee? Yes, devotee, yes. Devotee, yes. Can I say friend? Well, he was a friend to many people. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was. I did, I did get a couple good dumb messages. I wish I could have kept my answering machine because I had a couple good dumb messages. You know what? I was telling Stephen. <laughs> really good ones. Oh, I was telling Stephen off mic that I've, I went through this box of cassettes I haven't looked through in this century. One of the things I found was tapes, a couple tapes that said, Old phone messages. Oh my god! <laughs> I gotta, I gotta anyway, that that, that that was an interesting thirty minutes because Don did not talk much. He just played yeah. long yeah. tracks. He played the King Sunny A Day. Yep. Two King Sunny A Day tracks. Yes. At that time, for people in New York, you remember those King Sunny A Day shows at the Ritz were just. And there was a the, and uh, they would play that that theater on Thirty Third Street that was in a hotel. Oh yeah. Oh, those are some incredible. I guess Verna Gillis did. Verna? I think that yeah, it was Verna. So let's let's talk about the Don connection there because Verna Gillis played on. She's on Brown Rice. She's on Brown Rice. She's on Friends and Neighbors. Ornette on Prince Street. Yeah, but Don's not on that. <laughs> That's you know, we're true. Getting, we're getting all Don. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah but, no, but you know, yeah, we can go right. on a Verna thing. I mean, no, no. But I'm that, just saying, goes... Verna has a very direct connection yes. to Don. Yes, of course, and also produce all those soundscape records, and I believe. Definitely released, but may have produced that tribute to Monk concert that was at Columbia in 80 with Charlie Rouse and Roswell and Don and Lacey and the different piano players. Do you remember this? I remember that it happened. I was not 
in New York at that time. Oh, okay. Uh, but and, that does sound familiar. Yeah, and Don, yeah, that, they had four horns. Charlie Rouse, Steve Lacey, Don, and, and Roswell Rudd. Um, anyway, King Sunny Eye Day was really in the fabric of New York back then. Those shows, there, there were a lot of great shows back then, but those particular shows, there was this thing that happened where it, I don't know how to say it, it just felt like the whole audience together just elevated off the floor. It sounds like some hippy dippy trippy stuff, maybe, but you could talk to anybody who was there. And yeah, it was it was pretty Pythagorean, to be honest. It was science. It was, it was um, really great science. So he did that, and then, oh, and then he went into something. All right, then he went to the like one tune. I don't think I ever heard. And that to me sounded like an unreleased thing where there were these. And then he went to a piece from Here and Now to talk about Narada. But the piece before, it almost sounded being played off a cassette. Another thing, it didn't sound like a mastered record. You're going to have to go back and explore that. And then I was like, okay, where is it going to go from that? Because the Narada stuff, I mean, it's amazing, but you know, it's Narada style. And especially it's 1977 style. It's very different than Don's other music. And then. He went to something. Oh, then he went right to him and Ornette off the yeah. first record, something else. And I was like, the tune that's almost based on rhythm changes feeling, but I mean, not almost, it is, but that feeling. And uh, I was like, who's the rhythm section? And it was it's Don Payne on bass, and um, you know, of course, Billy Higgins on drums, and Walt Norris on piano. It's, I don't think I listened to that in 40 years. And that was incredible to hear how that all worked out and uh, hear those guys playing that particular rhythm which really was the rhythm of its time you know and of course that's the thing about don don just kept as rhythms moved don just kept he was like a river he just kept moving with the new rhythms and then he plays way out west with uh sonny rollins which is just incredible yeah so what's yeah. What are we... i'm going through these cassettes i brought up just a handful of cassettes i'm sure there's more yeah let's go um, to another day you want to just yeah well, that's all we have from that date in 86 okay. This one's got no date on it. <laughs> cool. Let's go for that. That's good. Let's I go. got to rewind it. So keep just. Uh... Okay. Some more Don Cherry stories. You, this is on the flip side. I'll tell you what I'd recorded. Okay. Probably, I'm guessing, I was in the studio. I recorded Money Jungle. And the other half was blank. Right. So I just tossed it in the machine and recorded. I, it was probably a three hour show, and I've got this 45 minutes on the flip back of this TDK SA90 cassette. Yeah. Oh, so you know what? We, I think we could talk a little bit about Jim Pepper because it was Jim Pepper's birthday. Yes. But let's start that because he was saying, oh, today's Jim Pepper's birthday. And when I was saying, yeah, that was Jim Pepper at those shows. And Jim was another big energy force in New York. I mean, and I was lucky enough to play with him when I played Sahib Sarbib's band, which is kind of the first gig I did, thanks to my friend Butch Morris. So I was there with Ahmed Abdullah and, and Roy Campbell. It was really a great way to get knowing really serious musicians in New York. And, um, yeah, so Jim D Pepper would yeah. come and play with us, kind of, and it would be like suddenly this amazing guest shows up in his, it's almost like if we were playing the moon, he was playing Pluto, he was such a high level, and uh, but just the nicest guy, man. And his sound was so incredible. And him and Don, it's such a beautiful partnership. And you guys, if you have um, access to the worldwide interwebs, mm -hmm. there's in really great footage of him and Don together in the 70s, the late 70s, really. They, Don, I know Don loved Jim Pepper. And they also, they both had the Native American thing that you might yep. not know if you didn't know that that was, but if you knew them, that was a big that part of big both part their identities. Of their thing, yeah. Don from uh, Choctaw. From and... Uh, yeah, so that was really great to hear that. But just, like, what did Don play for us? He played Jim Pepper for us. He played Charlie Parker. He played Louis Armstrong. He played Jabbo Smith. He played um, the King Sunny Day. He played Ornette Coleman. He played himself playing with his family. You know, just all the different rhythms. You think about just the different rhythms he had played for us in one hour and a half. And I think that's what I'm trying to say was there's a world before Don Cherry and the world after Don Cherry, because Don was just spread so much music to the world. I mean, I hope I'm not sounding like some crazy devotee, but he did. <laughs> I mean, are. he really, 
He did. When, when brown rice came, that was it. It was like opening the doors of perception. He also, and he just, you know, you hear this with him. He just, he walks through the door into the studio and he just carries this whole narrative with him about the beauty of music and songs and all the love in his heart and all the life experiences he's had. It's all right there. It's all immediately accessible to him. It flows out of him. And he's so fa- – like for me as a radio programmer, you, there are all these little conversations you have in your head. I can't play this next. It doesn't fit with that. I can't – I just played some Coltrane. I can't play this stuff. I got to do something. He's not worrying about any of that. Right. Everything is kind well, of one and, thing. And, and having seen enough Don shows and having friends who play with Don, it's about trust. Yeah. And that really inspired me just to have – when you perform, just to have trust, you don't need to know what the next thing is. I mean, yes, you could also lead to a, you know, a hitting a wall every once in a while, but it can also just lead to the most beautiful places because if you just trust that the next place you go is the right place, then you'll get there. And that's why Don definitely led his life. There were some clams, I'm yeah. just going to say. Oh, there were, there were, it didn't always work, but, that's but whole, that was okay. That's that was, the whole thing about improvisation. Yeah. And... Uh, but boy, I will also have to comment how strong the trumpet playing we heard was, because especially later in Don's life, heat issues, you know, it was hard. The trumpet's a very difficult instrument, and that pocket trumpet was not especially friendly to, you know, European-style intonation. But, um, man, he's playing so strong, and just this pitch is incredible, and like the kind of sonority of, of the overtones he's getting on the horn and I would sometimes forget, yeah, but when he, he could just play so great. I mean, I don't know how, especially with that funky trumpet of his, but he just could. I mean, he was an incredible, incredible trumpet player. Like, it's deep. Mm-hmm. You know? This is such a joy bringing this music to you. Yeah. I'm, these cassettes were sitting in a box. Are they ready? Yeah, man. Let's all queued it. up and ready to go. We don't, no, we don't, it's not, this is undated, right? No date. No date. I just threw this cassette in. It, it says, says Don Cherry with Mitch on WKCR. I don't right. know what we're going to get. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> Trust. Come on, press play, man. It's, uh, well, let me just tell the folks. It's WKCR oh, FM yeah. New York, WKCR HD, WKCR.org on the web, 89.9 on the FM here in New York City. And you can always, this show's going to go up in about a week on the Deep Focus podcast. Look in your phone, find Deep Focus, subscribe, and you'll be notified as these episodes get posted. And these, once again, so Don Cherry, guest DJ or interview guest or playing music or whatever he might be doing, I don't know. These are cassettes that have not seen the light of day in 35 years. So let's see what's on this one. Take it away, Don Cherry. Oh, it's brown. Music right there from Don Cherry, name of the album. Actually, um, it's just Don Cherry. Hello. Okay, there we go. Don Cherry, Brown Rice. That included Charlie Hayden on the bass, Billy Higgins on drums, Frank Lowe on the tenor saxophone, Ricky Cherry on electric piano, Bunchy Fox on electric bongos, and Verna Gillis on the voice. And uh, that's music from Don Cherry, who is among other things, performing this Friday night at Cathedral St. John the Divine on 112th Street in Amsterdam with Nana Vasconcelos. And he's also sitting next to me here in the studio. Don, welcome. Oh, thank you very much. And hello, New York. So, oh, it is, <laughs> man. Where, did you bring this in with you? Where, where have you been on your many travels? Any- uh, uh, yeah, well, mostly stationary here in New York now. 
and uh, I'm very happy to be working with Nana Vasconcellos at this particular time and our lifetime. As you know, we used to work together with Colin Walcott and um, Nana and myself, uh, which was a group called Cardona. And uh, since then, Nana and I have been working together with the group New, with Blackwell and Mark Elias and Carlos Ward, which we've been very happy about. But this adventure that we trying the endeavor, I guess you could say, at Saint, the Cathedral of St. John's Divine is us working in a situation uh, with architecture that we feel that was actually made for music and for people listening to music in the structure of such a one of the biggest cathedrals in the world, I think. I think, yeah, just about mm. the biggest, maybe. Mm. So now, well, how does that change your playing? How do you... Um, What's the room like, first of all, for those who may not have been in it? Because, I mean, I know how magnificent it is, but tell some of the people about the feeling in it and also how that changes the way that you play. Well, actually, we were there today. We've been rehearsing there. And it's the feeling of, you know, I like a lot to play in nature, and I'm very much into acoustic music, because of, especially because of one instrument that I play. And also the instrument that Nana plays, the Birambao, which is very acoustic. And there's a certain music in the overtone. But in playing a building like uh, Cathedral St. John's Divine, it's where the, the same, like playing in nature, you know, if you're early in the morning, it's where that the music that you play, you breathe in a way, where that the silence is music too. And it's just something that uh, I've been on this acoustical expedition for many years of playing in different places that Generally, uh, music isn't played that much to public. And I think it's be a good for all of us to, to be able to sit in a room of silence and that we can breathe together with the music. And Nana playing Birimbao and his voice and his compositions are perfect for that kind of a situation. And we're looking forward to it. Yes, we are too. Now, are you going to be playing trumpet mostly or um, no. other instruments? Well, actually... Nana and I have been working on a film which is made by um, Lee Douglas. It's called Bird Boy. And there's parts in the film, actually, I mean, we worked on it because we felt very close to what we see visually in relation to our music. And so we're extending that and the time that we've been together and the concept of what we've been working on and themes and sounds and uh, with voice, Duzunguni and Birimbao and the trumpet and flute and Nana with his different percussion instruments, which he's the master of, and some of his compositions, some of mine and improvised music, and also some of Arnett uh, Coleman composition would be playing. So uh, we're trying to really come together in that kind of a situation to make good music and make everyone feel good in the experience. Have you have you two played together just by yourself since, um, well, you also have the trio with Colin Walcott, Cadona, and he died recently in the last couple of years. Um, how did, have you guys played together since that, or uh, does this relate to that music as well? Yeah, this is, we have played together with the group New. But I mean just the two of you. But just the two of us, uh, other than making the f film, Lee Douglas's film, Bird Boy, we've been... Uh, always playing together in different situations and it's um nana's very like we like family towards each other and i learned a lot from him you know and it's it's a good relationship because he's a master a musician that resides here in new york that's from brazil and um, i'm sorry that he's not here t today <laughs> but uh, this is quite a surprise for us to, to do this but we really like to invite everyone to come out and try to experience it. Yes, let's uh, go over again the information. It's this Friday evening at 8 o'clock p.m., is that right? Right. And the location is Cathedral St. John the Divine at 112th Street and Amsterdam Avenue in Morningside Heights. It's easy to get to by the one train or uh, it's relatively easy to park around this neighborhood also in case you're thinking of driving and uh, buses as well come up here. And um, it would be nice to play some music. Uh, yeah. You know, that last piece that you just played, Brown Rice, that was actually inspired from uh, the music that I had been listening to uh, from Bali, Balinese music. And there's another piece here that I've recorded with a master tabla player by the name of 
Latif Khan, and uh, I think we call it just a, what do we call it? Just one what, dance. Just one dance. Don Cherry with tabla player Latif Khan. And what exactly what kind of an instrument is the tabla that he's playing there? Well, uh, Latif Khan, he's a master that's from New Delhi, and he works a lot with the 
the greatest living dances in the northern part of India. And it's an instrument that has two drums and you play with the fingers, like a you know, finger folk, you have to play it. And it's uh, like tap dancing related to uh, our American jazz music. It's a very classical instrument and he's a real master. Is that, and it's a skin, that he, a stretched skin that he's hitting? Or? Yeah. But as I was saying, this particular song and Brown Rice were both inspired from the music, Balinese music, uh, which is something that uh, I have a great love for. You know, that particular style was played on gongs that are made of, of I mean, like a balafone of metal. You know, I love balafone also. Now that's also that's associated with the gamelan, right? Right. That's the instrument I'm speaking in, in Indonesia, the Balinese, just the Javanese and Balinese. But uh, the tabla also, uh, uh, Colin Wilcott played tablas also, and uh, on the Cardona records, which one we'll play uh, shortly, is made, uh, I mean, with uh, the Dusungoni and Birimbao, the song that we're going to play. You know, I would like to just make one little reference. Uh, you asked me about what I'm doing and everything, and uh, uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to is I've been working with Jabo Smith, who's a trumpet player, one of my, one of master trumpet players of all time. And uh, we worked together in Berlin and with the group of uh, Jim Pepper on saxophone, Kurt Leitze on piano, and Bob Stewart on tuba, and Jabo and myself, and Jabo sings and I accompany him with the trumpet, uh, Jim and I. And uh, also he uh, plays Val Trombone and we scat sing together. And I really learned a lot and it's wonderful playing with him. And we're going to have the privilege of playing uh, at the Village Vanguard. Uh, that's next month, I think, the 24th. It's also celebrating the anniversary of Max Gordon being at the Vanguard for so long. And I'm really looking forward to, to that. But this concert here, Friday at the Cathedral, is really something that's dear. It's, I think it's going to be a bright moment for all of us. Absolutely. And is it... Um does the, uh, the religious setting bring out something else also, do you think, that uh, that association in the music, spiritual? Well, yes, and, and I mean, that, that's in your heart, you know, from, but the architecture in relation to playing in a structure like that is where the silence is really loud. And it's, uh, I feel that you can't play music unless you have respect for the silence. And uh, that's the, one of the things that me and Nana you know, having common that we can play together the way that we, when we play together. Uh, I would like to, uh, you know, really play for everyone to hear this record with uh, Colin Wolcott, and uh, it's with uh, Birumbao, which is Nana Vasconcellos, and I'm playing Duzungoni. We're all singing with our voice, and Colin Wolcott is playing Mbira Sanza, it's a finger piano, like we call Kalimba. And I think the piece is called Mumakata. Okay, I think this is about all that we're going to have time for today, unfortunately. But, um, Don, I really want to thank you for coming up and telling us about this and sharing all these many projects that you have cooking at once with us. And uh, my name is Mitch Goldman. I've also been filling in for Lauren Schoenberg on Out to Lunch. And uh, I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. And mostly, though, I hope you get a chance to come down on Friday. And at the Cathedral of St. John the Divine, Friday at 8 o'clock. And thank you, Mitch, and thank Lauren Schoenberg. And it was a supreme surprise because I came here just to visit, and I didn't know I'd get a chance to talk to New York like this. It's cold. Uh -huh. <laughs>
Namo. Papa, do mal. Ooh. 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 
You're listening to WKCR-FM, New York. Wow. Okay, so that was a little time travel. That was, uh, so that was an unlabeled tape. It just said Don Cherry on WKCR with Mitch on it. I'm Mitch. I'm Mitch Goldman. And uh, the show's called Deep Focus on WKCR. And that was, uh, yeah, that was recording. I want to say that was 1986. And that was the very first time Don Cherry was on the air with me. Little Mitchy, you could hear my little yeah, squeak voice. voice. was nice, man. Very, very uh, <laughs> optimistic. Yes, yes, I would say that. And, and Don comes in because Don had just done a sound check with uh, Nana at St. John's and came by. And I believe the story Mitch likes to tell is that he he thought Don was going to be there like for the show, like like you know, like professional jazz guy. And of course, Don just tells him the story. I'll tell you the story. So yeah, that's exactly what happened. And um, I'm, I'm like all in you're 24 years old. I'm like, <laughs> Don yeah. Cherry's coming. Don, and I open the mic. So this was noon to three. I was filling in for Lauren Schoenberg, the great Lauren Schoenberg. The great Lauren Schoenberg. And uh, he was a fantastic programmer here when I arrived. And, uh, yeah, I opened the mic at noon. Don Cherry's coming. He's going to be here any minute. <laughs> here he comes. I'm surprised he's not here right now, but he'll be here. I'm going to play some more Nick Coleman for you. And I play a song, and Don doesn't come. I play another one, and Don doesn't come. And I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't start out real smooth, not saying, you know, I could have just played it off or just waited. And he kept not coming, and I just kept playing music. And then a whole hour went by, and I, we got to do a station ID at the top of the hour. And I was thinking, how am I going to explain and apologize? Like, I... In my head, there's a whole bunch of people who have been waiting since noon to hear this interview with Don <laughs> Cherry, which may or may not have been the case. And just as I'm about to go on mic, at 1 o'clock, the doorbell rings, and I run and answer it because this record's about to end, and it's Don. And he says, yeah, I'm supposed to come up sometime this week and do an interview. I just wanted to see what it was. I was like, yes, now, <laughs> get in the seat, quick. And that was – and then – that interview went off, and I mean, I sound like I said to Stephen off mic, you know, I had a whole hour to think up some questions. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, your, your, <laughs> question, your questions were pretty embarrassing. I tried to save you. At one point when Mitch was, was questioning John, Don, I got really uncomfortable. I said, Mitch, you want to put on a later tape? You know? But then Don starts playing some amazing music. He played the music with the tabla player. Yeah, yeah, Latif Khan. Latif Khan, and he played one other thing. What else did he play? I also, I love that Latif Khan record. I knew it inside out. I didn't, like, I just, thankfully, Don interviewed himself right, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, he, he well, and yeah. I, I said before, I know we, we all have time for the beginning of one more tape, but let's yes. get to it. Cause we, but I do want to kind of comment on the fact that the first thing he played for us on the last tape was the the Vern, Bernard Jackson Johnson Johnson Bernard Johnson Doctor Bernard Johnson Doctor Bernard yes. Johnson who I was not familiar with and I heard the first note I looked at Mitch and I said Albert Eiler and then Mitch looks at me and goes No Doctor Bernard Johnson and when it goes through it it's unbelievable and then when it's over Don says Well I don't think he ever heard Albert Eiler but they come from the same spirit You know what I just remembered something Don said one time What did he say He said Albert Eiler brings you to the church. Oh, yeah. Dr. Vern... Not done. He said, Albert Eiler brings you to the church. Dr. Bernard Johnson brings the church to you. Woo! (laughs) Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) But he does, man. I was weeping during that piece. Yeah. I seriously was. It was his sound, the way it jumped out. Yeah. Anyway, I just read Threadgill's book where he talks about being a a church alto player. I wish I could hear that. Let's hear tape. Okay, so uh, you're listening to WKCR. Um, older, <laughs> wizened Mitch Goldman here with you. Uh, we call the show Deep Focus, and Stephen Bernstein's my guest. And we've got, and this is a remarkable, exceptional show, pulling out these tapes from the 80s, Don Cherry with me. And uh, we kind of settled into our groove after a couple of years of doing these shows. And here's another one. I don't know what's on it. The date was January 6th. 1988, I think I do remember this day. Okay. I think I remember exactly what's on this, but let's find out. All right. We just have a few minutes left, but 
come take a ride. Here we go. So this is, seriously, we're in real cassette world here. This is a Maxell XL290, folks. And for those who know, we go down to Canal Street and get them. Now, Mitch said he got them at, at Uncle Steve's. Uncle Steve's. But there was actually a cheaper place. There was a cheaper place. It was kind of like a little side. It was on Canal Street, but it was like, you just walked into a door, and that was it. And the guy just had cassette tapes. He, it was like a transaction. It, just it was there for a little while. Yeah. I do remember that place. Yeah. It's going yeah. to get you. And, the, and it was like they would advertise on the back of the Village Voice and would say, you know, like at Uncle Steve's, a dollar ninety-eight each, <laughs> but you had to buy ten. Yeah, but that place was a dollar ninety-seven. <laughs> so you'd walk across the street because that you save that penny times ten. That's, that's a dime. That's a dime. That would buy you a lot back then. Okay, all okay. right. So here we go. It's uh, January sixth, nineteen eighty-eight. Don Cherry on the airwaves, and I'm sitting in the hot seat here. WKCR. Listening to a Russian group called Allegro, the jazz ensemble led by N. Livanovsky. The record is called In This World. Cherry, speaking for WKCR-FM New York. WKCR-FM New York is the station for jazz. WKCR-FM New York is the station for what's happening now. Jr., Bill Cole, Pharrell Johnson Jr., and Ibrahim Azania. Azania. And Janie Cortez has been like my teacher. Uh, we were raised in the same neighborhood, and she's the one that really turned me on to all the good music and all the good literature. And uh, when I was young, uh, in, in Watts, Los Angeles. And uh, this is a great record. It's uh, been out for a little while, but I think it's worthwhile for you to uh, get so you can hear all the other uh, compositions in there. Uh, Janie did a great job on this record. That particular uh, song is called I See Chano Pozo. And we'd like to uh, continue on with a composition from back to uh, In All Languages. This is the Ornette Coleman's latest record. It's a double record with the original quartet and prime time. And this particular song is uh, from the original quartet, and the song is called Mothers of the Veil.
hear my voice talking over music can only mean one thing but the music's going on and you're talking at the same time that's what it means that and we're we're hitting the wall man we're hitting the wall it's over it's well, over it's been fun mitch this is super enlightening um and the way don talked over this one you guys had really kind of got a sh- nice stick going on at that point started like don did the russian piece oh. and then he, he talked over it and then he brought in um, he, I'm telling you, he would like throw stuff at me. Play this. Play this. No, not that. No, play this. Wait, this or that? Both. Play them both. Now open the mic. It was, it was nonstop like that. It was that. really good. And now we're listening to. Um, so uh, this is, yeah, this is. Uh, in all languages, where yep. he would take a piece and record it once with the quartet and once with primetime. And the quartet was the original, called the original quartet yeah. with Don and. Billy Higgins and Charlie Hayden. Beautiful record. Man, I haven't listened to that record in a long time. You know how I still got it home? I'll put the record on. I got a bunch of sealed copies. I used to work for Caravan of Dreams at I'm that time. sure you do. <laughs> put them on eBay, pal. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Couldn't do it. But, uh, Stephen, thank you so much. Oh, wow, thank for- you. That got my mind blown. And back to the Vern... Vern- Dr. Bernard Johnson. Dr. Bernard Johnson. That was such a mind blower. And... Um, by the way, this is Stephen Bernstein, and I'll be playing some music in New York City uh, uh, coming up. I don't always get to play in the city because a lot of times I just have to go somewhere else to play. But um, January, that's the month we're in right now, January 27th, 
Uh, I'll be playing with the Kamikaze Ground Crew and also one of Frank London's brass project, No Passaron, with uh, incredible musicians, Marcus Rojas and and uh, Kenny Wallison and Peter Affelbaum. And the leaders of the band are Doug Wieselman and Jim Leishman. We've had this, I joined this band in 1987. And then the legendary Sex Mob will be playing um, February 18th at New Blue, before, right before we do four nights. We have four nights of SF Jazz, and two nights with Sex Mob, two nights with... Um, MTO West, and um, and then uh, going to have the sex mob with Laurie Anderson. So I'm looking forward to some, playing some good music for people, and and being inspired by Don Cherry. Thank you, Don Cherry. Thank you, Don Cherry. And now, Stephen, we got more of these tapes. I know. I'm going to come back. I'm going <laughs> to come got, back. Got no, these, these tapes are incredible. I've it's learned a... so much. Yeah, uh, and just the whole thing, man. The the how you know the the Charlie Parker. Louis Armstrong into Charlie Parker, like just so many beautiful moments, like getting Don to curate a set list for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, and, and in the window into Don's mind and into New what, York. What was the thing he said about man, woman to to, to Lorraine? Oh yeah, Amen, woman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, Amen, Amen, yeah. a woman. Amen, a woman. I mean, I'm sure you used that one before, but that's a really good one. Amen, a woman. Yeah, and it was know. great to hear uh, Lorraine. That was a treat. It was really nice to hear talking about Jabbo. I mean, I felt like, man, we went to some great places thanks to Don. And and, and to me, to have been at those gigs, man, not, yeah. not the Don, uh, the Jabbo gig, but the one in, in June 86. And having, you know, just having all these great memories come of, of just how Don was such a, a part of the tapestry of New York, you know, such an important part of the tapestry. Yeah. Well, Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming through. I'm, I I had this picture in my head of what this was going to be like doing this, and I thought of you, and it worked out just the way I hoped. And the cassettes sound great. I'm amazed how good they sound. Yeah, man. They held up. We are WKCR FM New York, WKCR HD, WKCR.org, 89.9 FM. You can hear this show on the Deep Focus podcast. Program it right now. Choose it up, and you'll hear it when it comes out. There's over 300 episodes of great shows there to listen to already. Have you ever thought about the fact that, like, when the, wasn't they called the pod people when the invasion of the body snatchers, <laughs> right? Who told you that? I just thought about this. Get them. All right. <laughs> the podcasters are the pod people. That's right. They're not human. That's us. Oh, my God. The podcasters have taken Serve over. man. It's a cookbook. That's <laughs> so sad, man. And, oh. uh, what else? We've got to tell them. I don't know. I'm Mitch Goldman. It's deep focus on. Do, do you have another program coming on now? So, yeah, I got to. Bring it around. Okay, bring it up. Yeah, okay. Steven, thank you. Thank you.